Episode number seven of the podcast. Justin Potney. I know. Lucky number seven. (laughs) Ooh, I like that. (laughs) Justin Potney with you. I need some luck. Can really chase too. All right. So, uh, you know what? Uh, some guys who I think are pretty lucky or count themselves to be pretty fortunate are the Michaels. Yeah. What a story, Kim. Yeah, absolutely. So three years ago, or I guess it'd be over a thousand days ago. That's yeah. Um, these two Michaels were, I I guess, detained by Chinese authorities, and it had they. China says it has nothing to do. With the Meng Wanzhou thing. Yeah. But of course, but of it, course does. it does. Yeah. So yeah. for those who don't know, Meng Wanzhou is a member of the board. I've chief financial officer of Huawei, which yeah. is a technology company. And you know what? I think of Huawei, too. They were big sponsors of Hockey Night in Canada for a year or two. Really? I don't remember that. Because when I think of, like, phones, that's not the brand. I don't really think about that. Yeah, like, I remember my husband came home with a new phone, an Apple phone, and he got a free iPad that was from that company. Oh, okay. Uh, A free tablet. Yeah, and it's sitting in the drawer. Yeah, well. (laughs) Like, I don't know what to do with it. Yeah, maybe maybe keep it there. Yeah, maybe. maybe. Uh, Yeah, yeah, because it's a a weird thing. So she was detained for, uh, I guess it was a fraud case that had to do with uh, the U.S. Yes. One of the banks, uh, they kind of defrauded, led astray. Uh, The U.S. wanted her detained. Canada did it when she was at the airport. And then all of a sudden... These two guys who are just in China doing their business all right. of a sudden are captured and oh. they're basically, from my perspective, they're held hostage. Yeah, wrong much. place, wrong time. Now, could you imagine being their families? No, absolutely not. Like, what, what would you think? Like, you, you would have no idea of knowing how this is going to end. Oh, and, you know, we've seen things like this happen in the past and it doesn't end good. Right. Um, so it, that would be completely devastating. It would be like... Meeting a new person after this three years, honestly. Uh, well, absolutely, because yeah. you've missed so much. And yeah. to think of what's happened in the world well, since. And the PTSD and yeah. all that that's ha- going to be the therapy these people are going to have to go through, for sure. Like It's interesting because they had Michael, uh, was it Spaver or was Covering? Covering, it was Covering, I think. Uh, they had him on with his wife and his sister on TV. Yeah. And he seemed to be in good spirits. Obviously a very intelligent man. Right. Um, but there's a lot of emotional baggage that would come with that. Oh, I couldn't even. Like, th- think even. of think of what all, we all went through, you know, going for a, a few months of lockdown and not being able to see certain family members or whatever. That was tough enough. Yeah. Imagine being on the other side of the world in prison. Yeah. And not knowing what the end result's going to be. Absolutely. That's very scary stuff. It's nice. It, could you imagine that feeling, though, of coming home, of being on that flight once you start to see the lights and like, oh. oh. The relief, I could right? imagine. Well, and what a different... Um, they came in the middle of the night. They were escorted by people. There was nobody there to greet them. And this other woman is like paparazzi. Like she, you know, ooh, she got to stay in her little mansion. Well, little and, mansion. <laughs> yeah, well, and it just goes to show, too, the, the difference in... Uh, China's a communist country. I'm sure that they framed her being held in Canada as something completely different than what the rest of the world saw it as. Right. So she's a hero returning. She had bouquets of flowers in her arms. Yeah. Yeah. It'll be interesting to see how this all pans out. And at the end of the day, just hoping that uh, both Michaels and their families are able to reconnect somewhat into normal life again. Yeah. And just get through that because a a 
of course, the PTSD and just what was done to them there, you know that that's going to come out more and more as the story unfolds mm-hmm. and as they feel comfortable enough to share. And I just... I feel bad for them. As time goes on, yeah. yeah. Uh, now, speaking of as time goes on, you're, you're a little tardy this morning. <laughs> I was. What, what, I was. You were out walking oh your dog? Gosh. What happened? So I thought it was like 9.30. It was actually, so I'm walking the dog down the driveway. I take a glance at my phone. It is 10.30. I go to work <laughs> at 10. So I'm here at 10. So I'm like, Oh, my God. Like, I swore. And then I tried to rush my dog, Buddy, into the house. Do you think he wants to go back into the house? I'm guessing no. No, he does not. (laughs) And I'm sure right now something of mine, something I love, is being destroyed (laughs) at this minute. And I'm only going to find out later when I get home. It's going to be something like a sweater. He's mad, man. Hopefully it is the the thing with the least (sighs) amount of dollar value. Oh, I hope so, too. Okay, so I didn't know you had a dog. Yes. Okay, so you have one? Yes. And what? What kind of dog is he? So he's a golden doodle. Oh, right. You did tell me yes. this because I used to have one. Yes, yeah. yes, yes. Yeah, and he's he just turned two on like last Thursday. Oh, are they yeah. not the best dogs? They though? are. Oh, my gosh. They are hilarious. And they're smart. Yeah. For the most part, easy to train and yeah. just so darn cute. Yeah, absolutely. So have you been able to, to train him pretty well? Like, do you th- he's pretty good. Though. <laughs> High energy, though. Yeah, for sure. I find like now that he's two, he's like a little bit chill, but we take him out a lot. Right. He got used to doing all the COVID walks. Like, who else walks their dog four times a day? I don't know. <laughs> just, you know, Kim and her family. Yeah. Um, so he's used to that. So I think, like, me going back to work, it took a little bit getting uh, used to. But yeah. he does the weirdest thing. So, like, he'll be in the washroom and he'll use his nose to pull down the toilet paper. <laughs> he'll put it in his mouth and then he uses his paw to cut it off. I'm like, you're freaking brilliant. <laughs> They are very smart dogs. In, in fact, I believe I read a thing where where retrievers, and I don't know if it's so much the poodle side of it, yeah. but the retrievers are like a top five smartest breed. Wow. So it's the retriever in them. It must be. I don't know. But. They, they have an affinity for toilet paper. <laughs> so what other pets have you had throughout your life, Kim? Uh, I was curious. You know what? Uh, we had another dog um, and when we were young and loved this dog. His name was Tane. We didn't name him. Tane? Tane. T-A-I-N, I think. Okay. That's how you spell it. Okay. And it was a show dog. But the lady who showed him, he, he didn't travel well. He got sick all the time. So she couldn't. She couldn't take him anywhere, so she sold him, and we got him. And, and this so dog, like a little little dog. It was a coley, like a coley. Oh shepherd. yep, yep, yep. And it was very well, wholly trained. Like yeah. it could do backflips, and like playing with this dog all the time was amazing. Wow, like, it was very well trained. And yeah, she had to give him up because he didn't travel well. Yeah, and that was the whole gig is showing this dog around. So we lucked out big time. And then when that dog passed away, we got another one named Tuffy, and that dog just humped everything inside. <laughs> that dog was completely useless. <laughs> it only had one thing on its mind and it wasn't hard work. He really liked pillows. Yeah, yeah, I just, I couldn't like, yeah. I think my mom made that one disappear. Yeah. <laughs> Gave it to someone else to look after. Or it got sent to the farm, <laughs> yeah, quote unquote. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So What uh, about you? Well, for me, I remember having a dog named Tippy. Okay. Um, when I was a very young kid, I think Tippy got. 
God, given away probably when we were four or five. I give it away to a family friend who were on the farm. Oh, yeah. yeah. And I don't know if the dog lasted very long. I don't really know how the end came for that one. because we I don't never think do. Mom, mom wasn't very honest with me at the no, time about that no. one. Uh, but I didn't have much of a connection with that dog. It was just kind of around. Right. And I was too young to really know. Right. And then uh, when I was... I guess I probably would have been like 13 or 14. My brother was a little bit younger. But if my brother got... Over 65% in math, because neither one of us were very good at math. Uh, or maybe it was 75. I I'm can't in that remember. club, too. Yeah. Then he would get a dog. Oh, wow. So he achieved the goal, and he got the dog. Now, it was a surprise to me, because I had remembered this, and then I thought it kind of died off, and the yeah. conversation was over, and maybe they just got him to pass and whatever. Yeah. And then one day, Dad comes around the corner... With this little dog that is about the size, at that time, about the size of the headphones here. Oh, wow. And so just a Tiny. little dog. It yeah. was a Bichon Shih Tzu. Okay. And there was a book that my brother was reading in school, and I believe it is called, let me just, uh, let me just double check if this is the book that I'm thinking here. Yeah, it's called Julie of the Wolves. Have you ever, did you ever read that in school? I don't school? think I did have to read that one. Well, it's about uh, a girl. Uh, it's from Alaska. And anyway, she was brought up by wolves. Okay. And one of the wolves was named Kapu, which is kind of a weird name. Yeah. For some reason, because that's the book my brother was reading, we that's named the name him of the dog. Kapu. Okay. And so Kapu was a very, very good dog, super loyal to my dad, would just come and sit in the garage and watch Aww. him do his work. And yeah. then, uh, they'd share ice cream cones, which is absolutely disgusting. <laughs> and they he would Kapu would sleep in between my parents and underneath the sheets in the middle of the night. So it basically it became more of my parents' right. dog than our dog. Yeah. Uh, but he definitely was a family dog and, <laughs> and was a great dog, lived a long life until just couldn't live anymore. And I think yeah. it probably 11 or 12. Oh, must, wow. Must have got to be that old. Oh, maybe a little bit less, but still very old. Yeah. And uh, had to had to go to that uh, big fire hydrant in the sky, I guess. Right? I don't know. We never had like a, a ton of different kinds of pets. Mm -hmm. My mom didn't like gerbils. She hates mice. Mm -hmm. So one time my brother decided he... He found a mouse and he was going to keep it. Oh, like we're it, talking like you, uh, when you find it in the shed? Yes, oh, yes, no. <laughs> yes. And he kept it in a shoebox in a closet and my mom was cleaning and could smell it. And oh, gross. Yeah, yeah. But my mom hates like any kind of animal. So like the dog is like the only animal we ever had. Yeah. So we had uh, some newts. Like salamanders. Oh, okay. They were fire-bellied newts. Okay. And so we had those for a little while. And I think they were kind of like the training wheels mm. to get If you to, can look, if, yeah. if your pet survives, and they were then you can go get a bigger pet. <laughs> and considering they were only like $12, yeah. they were, it was a lot less of an investment. That's true. You know? Absolutely. That's funny. Um, and we had a couple of fish and stuff. But yeah, yeah never never any cat. I hate cats. Okay. I don't know about it. Do you, do you like cats? I had a cat... Um, when I was older, mm -hmm. um, but it turned kind of feral, like it was on yeah. the farm. So yeah, I'm, yeah. Su I'm super allergic to cats. Oh yeah, and it was just never going to be a fit. Well, and that's the thing with this dog is because Buddy's a golden doodle. He's kind of hyperallergenic, that's so right. that's the only reason we have a dog right now. And I was actually the last person that wanted it. Yeah, and it is totally mine. Yeah, that's how it works. <laughs>
They just they make they they warm oh, up to you. I am such a geek. Like I wave through the window at him and say goodbye. And he's oh man, they're great dogs. And so I I did have a, a golden dude as well um, when I lived in Grand Prairie for a while. Yeah, unfortunately in. My relationship, she ended up taking the oh, dog. Oh, gotcha. Um, but I did miss not having him around because yeah. uh, they are really great dogs. Oh, and, they like to cuddle. And they do, and they're definitely, they love attention and that sort yeah. of thing. Um, so, yeah, that's that's kind of our pet stories. We wanted to get, touch base on yeah. that to talk about your, your pets because I know <laughs> that your, your pet could be uh, getting up to no good right now as Absolutely. we speak. Uh, also, uh, Rochelle went this weekend. Uh, to Jasper doing another hike. Oh, okay, yeah. And so she saw a bear. Oh, wow. And yeah. so it's it's not often I find it. Maybe it seems like it used to happen more often that you'd see black bears in Jasper and stuff. Right. Um, but yeah, she saw it. Saw a little uh, wow. little bear eating berries on the side of Where the road. Where was the mama bear? <laughs> well, that was kind of what she was wondering because it was an awfully small bear, and she's like, well. Mom yeah. should be around here somewhere. Right. Luckily, they were in the car. This wasn't on the actual oh, hike. Good. Yeah, yeah. So, anyways, I was wondering about animal encounters for you, whether it be oh. in the Alberta wilderness, whether it be on vacation somewhere, yeah. swimming so, with dolphins, whatever. So, we actually did have an encounter with grizzlies. Ooh. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah. We were okay. at William Watson Lake Lodge okay. um, in Kananaskis country, and we rented an RV from them okay. um, at this lodge. So, we were there. Um, we were we were just finished our campfire, and my husband, Michael, was sitting out at the fire, and I was putting the kids to bed, and then he came in. And then I opened the door, and this was just at, at, in the evening, and I opened the door to bring my shoes in. Mama Grizzly, three babies, right? You are kidding me. No, no. And the oh. scariest thing is, is if Michael wouldn't have come in, his back would have been right to her, and the, he would have been surprised, and wow. stuff would have went down. So how did, how did he not hear them or you, you know what i didn't hear them. you could not hear them they were so quiet really? but he came in he came in he was not outside but just when i went out to get the the shoes they were there i'm like nope keeping the shoes outside oh, um, my but God. apparently they were tracking these ones because they had been in the park a lot mm-hmm. especially at our campsite i'm like yeah. why would you tell us that <laughs> so here we are peeking our heads out of the um rv and he trying to yell to someone because, of course, your cell phones don't work in Kananaskis. Right. Right? And, and luckily, the, the Alberta Fish and Wildlife officer that was tracking the bear was right there. I'm like, it just came through here. <laughs> Can we come out? <laughs> like, it was like, we're trapped in this trailer. And, oh, it was scary. And they are huge. And, like, the fact that they, it was a mama with three babies, we yeah. were... That was scary. That was like panic attack scary. Well, I, I think for a lot of people, they maybe don't realize, for ones that you know, haven't seen them in person, whatever, yeah. don't understand the difference between black bears and grizzly bears. There is a massive oh, difference between massive black Massive keyword. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Uh, and let's just say the grizzlies are far more imposing. Yeah. Well, and, and it's funny because you always think back and you're like, I could have done this. Could have kicked it in the paw. Like, you know, you always oh, think no. back and you're like doing the hero. Yeah. The hero. Yeah. And it's like, man, I'm, I would never have survived a grizzly bear. Who am I trying to get? And then you're like, what if they tried to come through here and then you escape through the bathroom? <laughs> and, you know, like you're trying to do all these scenarios in your head after the fact because you're like, 
what if that ever happens again? Or, you know, like, because it was such a close call, so yeah. to speak. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's it's one of those things that I worry about a little bit. Yeah. Um, when Because we do go hiking quite often. Yeah. Um, and especially when we're, when we're in somewhat remote places. Absolutely. We've got bear spray. We've got, you know, yeah. we're making noise and that yeah. sort of thing. The bells and everything else. But you still. I know. You never know. I know. And it's funny because when we were in Kananaskis, we did a lot of hiking with the kids. And we ended up on a lot of longer hikes um, than yeah. we thought. Yeah. And we would always do, I'd do this with the kids. I'd be like, can I get a whoop whoop? Yeah. And, and they would yell whoop whoop yeah. and we do that every so often on our walk just to make the noise not like my kids aren't noisy enough but yeah. just to make the noise and because you definitely don't want to surprise them you don't <laughs> you definitely definitely don't and, no. and there is different ways too and uh there's different ways of reacting with black bears and grizzly bears black bears you should fight back if you ever come into contact right. with them Grizzly bears, you don't. And see, that would be the the crazy part. I always think in my head that if we were to run into one, is not moving or not running away and just like staying still. Oh, it'd be yeah. hard to do. Oh, man. Yeah. Well, and how close do you have to be to a bear to use actual bear spray? Like, come on. I do not want to be that close. I've never had to do it. But uh, another thing that I'm a little bit weary of. Yeah. Although they're far more rare is cougars. Because mm. you don't hear cougars. No. You don't see cougars no. until it's too late. Until they're on you. Until yeah. they're on you. Yeah. Yeah. But I have seen a video of a guy that was, was, it, was he on his bike or was he running? I think he was on his bike. Okay. Um, and this, this was in Alberta somewhere and a cougar came up on him. Yeah. And was like coming from the side or whatever. And he had the bear spray handy and sprayed. Okay. And with each spray, it kind of... The cougar didn't just stop immediately, like, oh, you got me in the face. Yeah. It, like, kept <laughs> oh, coming. Oh, I got to wipe my eyes up. Yeah. <laughs> it, 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 the, the stream went pretty far, but he kept on coming. Sprayed him again. He was a little more delayed, but then kept on coming. Oh, my god. Sprayed him a third or fourth time, and finally the, the cougar went away. Yeah. But, man, that would just be the most incredibly I, crazy thing ever. I'd be taking a week off. Oh, you have to. <laughs> well, you talk about PTSD. That yeah. would be that would be something you legitimately have nightmares about. Yeah. Well, and I heard Metallica works really good too. Would have you, you seen some oh, of those? Oh, yes. So you just have it on one of those Bluetooth speakers. <laughs> yeah. yeah. They're blasting Metallica trying to keep the cougars and the bears away. I love that. Whatever so Metallica. <laughs> whatever works. That's why I always like cuz there's some like real nature people that yeah. like get mad when people have bluetooth speakers or whatever when you're on the trail i will never fault anybody for that there is way too many animals out yeah. there like even just... walking at west river's edge i usually have like my phone on with music on in my pocket yeah because i i don't want earphones because i want to be able to hear what's around mm -hmm. me but i also want i don't want to come up on anything and there have been sightings of different animals down there yeah. and i don't even want to run into like a Coyote. Like, I just, I don't want that. <laughs> yeah. Well, and that's the thing. is it, To me, if there's anything you can do to help yourself out and be a little bit safer. Why not? I'm all for it. And I listen to good music. Well, that helps, too. <laughs> yeah. yeah. If, if you're not out there listening to 1970s Polish uh, reggae music, I, you know, it's, it's right. fine. Right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
So I guess, Kim, I'm kind of wondering, what is your good thing this week? You know what? I want you to go first. Because Me? you always have really good ones, and I want to see if I have the same one as you. <laughs> okay. Well, <laughs> mine, you probably won't, because mine has to do uh, with my family. Okay. So my mom has is an artist, and she has been doing this kind of somewhat privately. She does a couple of things here and there for friends who want photos done and that sort of thing. But uh, she doesn't uh, put her work out there into the general public all right. that much. Yeah. But she was part of an art show yes. uh, in Mournville at uh, Deb's Greenhouse. It was actually an art. Yeah, it was uh, lots of different artists from uh, different backgrounds that came together for this. And uh, she did great. She got great amount of interest. People were very complimentary. Uh, and she even sold some pieces. Yeah, and I so, remember talking to you about that, too. Yeah. Like, um you know, I wanting to see her pieces because you said, oh, she's going to be here. And she is an amazing artist. She Justin. really is. She really is. And she yeah. only kind of started later on in life, too, yeah. after we left the house. So some of the pieces, some of the drawings that she does, they look like pictures. Yes. Like photography. How long does that take? It all varies. from okay. what Because I, I asked her that, too. Yeah. And she says it very much depends on what it is because of, you oh, know, okay. shading and that sort of thing. Oh, okay. Uh, sometimes she uses... Uh, a lot of the time she uses photos for inspiration. Yeah. Like, for example, she does she does a lot when it comes to faces and stuff. Okay. Um, and she'll go off of some pictures to do that. But she has her own, like, very unique kind of style. The right. way that she, like, that's what I like about her stuff is if yeah. I see it, yeah. I know who did it. Nice. And maybe it's because I'm her son. Yeah. Well, I'm sure it is. But she has a way of, like, her brushwork is just a certain way that I'd recognize it. So I think that's kind of cool. Yeah, that is um, cool. But yeah, it takes her like hours and hours and hours. We're talking like, I'd hate to guess, but I'd say probably 10 to 20 hours a piece. Maybe oh, wow. even more than that. Wow. could be well over that. But you yeah. got to love it to spend that much time doing it, hey? You do. And especially when there's, um, she does pictures of people. Yes. There's so much attention to detail because oh. one little difference here and there. And you look like a totally different person. <laughs> you sure do. You definitely do. You definitely do, my uh, stick figures. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So anyways, yeah, no, she did a, a great job. I was super proud of her for putting herself out like that. And uh, that is my good thing this week. Okay. Well, that is a really good thing. And it's not the same thing you were thinking. No, of. <laughs> it's not. It's not. Um, I just wanted to give kudos to um, the food drive that happened over the weekend. Yes. Um, 18,840 pounds of food. You oh, know, they, they, did, they did have a total. They did have a total. Yeah. Wow. Um, the thing is, is this time September's really busy. People are going back to work. Kids are back to school. They need breakfast. They need lunches. And we also have a holiday coming up here, too. We, so. we do. And I remember talking when I was talking to them. I, it, does, it just didn't strike me as because you always think of like Christmas. Yeah. Sometimes Thanksgiving, sometimes yeah. Easter. Uh, and that's maybe it's because people think of it as more of a festive time or Absolutely. whatever. But for a lot of these families, the start of the school year Maybe the most important time of all. Well, there's so much money getting dished out for school, yeah. school fees, buses, um, mm -hmm. food, um, supplies, yep. um, clothing, uh, like you name it. And then yep. you have the food on top of that. And lunch stuff can be pretty expensive and you just go through it so much. And a lot of it, you know, is it nutritional? <laughs> not the stuff my kids pick that, out. That, no. It's something that they'll eat. Yes, yes. So yeah, yeah it's it just it's a stressful time for a lot of families and 
a lot of working families. It's a good thing that uh, the the donations were as big as they were this year, and hopefully yeah. that that continues on uh, through the holiday season, like you mentioned, yeah. into into twenty twenty two because there's always a need. Absolutely. That's it for the podcast this week. Anything else you want to add, Kim? No, I think that's about it. <laughs> that about sums her up. <laughs> we'll be back again next week with the podcast. Make sure you check in on it. And we are going up on YouTube, Spotify, or not, sorry, not YouTube, but uh, iTunes, Spotify, and all those places. So if you do have that, uh, make sure you're checking back over the next week or so. Get and, out of here. And give us a subscription on there because wow. that'll, that'll definitely get it out to more and more people. And of course, share it as much as you'd like. We appreciate it. Yeah, absolutely. Have a great week. Ciao.